We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckingham. The Yankees now lead it by a score of 3-2. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Veritek and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Posada's throw. Roberts, safe. What can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I'm Brian Shackman. This is, I call this the postmortem for the Boston Red Sox. My co-host, John Senecal, a little bit on the IL this week, like the rest of the Red Sox players. We'll hear from him, though, because he went to the first game of the Yankees-Mets Subway Series, and he has some thoughts on the environment. Of course, both games won by the Yankees 4-2, to two, and so you don't read into it. Possible World Series matchup, some think could happen, uh, and the Yankees clearly uh, taking the first look at that possibility, or at least the, the most recent look at that possibility. But what we're talking about today is the Red Sox, because it's time to officially, even though they're not mathematically eliminated, say goodbye. Because to finish the season and get to 90 wins, they basically have to win at least three of every four games. They have to win 75% plus of all their remaining games. They have to leapfrog four teams just to get to that third wild card spot. So forget about how many games they're behind. They have to make up all those games. And to make up a full game on all of them, the Red Sox have to win a game that all the other teams have to lose. And then if you look at their schedule, uh, after the Toronto series, they have Tampa. Minnesota's not bad. Uh, and then I'm not going to go through every single series, but they play Tampa a couple times. They play Baltimore a couple of times. And they have another series or two with the Yankees. I mean, they are looking at very few weak teams out of a couple with Cincinnati and maybe if you want to talk about Texas. So, and and the question is, has the team already given up? Because when you look at, you know, the injuries of the team, I mean, they just put Hosmer on, on the injured list, Nathan Avaldi on the injured list, um, Tommy Pham is one of their bright spots, got hurt earlier in the week. You know Xander Bogarts is banged up. Uh, Tanner Houck is still not back. I mean, what is the point? I mean, this is where September 1st, maybe you expand, when the old days you expand that roster and just let the young kids play and see what happens. I would honestly say that you need to do that because it's it it's almost insulting to to act like you're trying to compete when there's very little chance 
I mean, unless they go start on some streak, maybe give them till September 1st. If they've win five or six in a row going into September 1st, maybe I'll suspend belief. But it's time to turn the page. And the truth is, it's time to start holding. I don't think it's the players. And I don't know why necessarily Alex Gore gets a free pass, although he's been given a very average team to manage. Let's just be honest. And when he's told he's got to play people like Jaron Duran before recently, you know, every day to see what he can do, when it's pretty obvious to everybody kind of what he can do, uh, it's a tough spot. So there, there has to be much more put on the shoulders of Heim Bloom and, and even ownership. But this is what I want to talk. So the, the Sox series, their season, in my opinion, is officially over. Uh, and, and if I have to eat my words, I'd be so glad to eat my words. But it's, it, that's it. It's done. Now, the question is, when it comes to Heim Bloom, this is his first time really totally running the show. Does he understand the difference between doing what he did in Tampa for years and what he needs to do with the Red Sox? And I have a hard time. You know, it's so difficult. I've dealt with egos and athletes and politicians my whole media career. And sometimes you don't know what seems obvious to others is obvious to them as well. And by that, meaning that Bloom must know he runs a big market team that wants to compete for championships because it is not enough to have a winning record, which the Sox don't even have right now. You know, and there should never be a season of rebuilding. Teams have proved that. You don't have to go through, especially in baseball, you don't have to go to these peaks and valleys, right, the trough and the crest that you see often in sports like basketball where you tank and get the high draft pick. Uh, you can do that same thing in football. And, and you know, you just don't, you don't need to do that in the game of baseball when you're the Boston Red Sox. Now, if you're a team like what, what the Houston Astros did when they switched ownership and they totally tanked and then they got TV money and then they drafted well and then they added on to it and they built a championship caliber team, even if they cheated, they're still, you know, they're good. And the Oakland A's are in the process of gutting their team, maybe to do the same thing, although we're not sure. Maybe they're just trimming down to clear as much profit before they sell. I mean, who the heck knows what's happening there? But the bottom line is with the revenue that the Red Sox have, there's never a need to fully tank and go in the basement before coming up to be a championship caliber team. So as a fan, I mean, this is sort of a reach out to the fans out there. You should be furious. You shouldn't just be frustrated. The team isn't overly likable. They're not very good. And it's a premium to watch them. You have to try hard to see them on TV. And it costs you still a ton of money to go to the stadium. And where's the value proposition? And and I've talked about this a little bit. But there are serious conversations within the season ticket group I'm in and my family. i got three kids about to go to college. Right now I can go on StubHub just about any day and get a, a ticket at or below face value. You know, outside of the Yankee series, or if they're really good, I'll obviously demand to come back. But am I going to keep my season tickets just for the, the, the future day when they're good again? And there's some demand for seats? I don't know if the value proposition is there. And, you know, for me, and I had a conversation, I can't remember who it was with the other day, who was 10 years older than me. So I'm 50 and this person was almost 61. And they talked about how they just, you know, they don't, they're not as passionate about sports in general as they were when they were younger. And when I reflect on the Red Sox, as much as I love them, I had 2004, honestly, like after 04, I'm good. <laughs> like I'm good. And, and I was psyched to have, you know, the subsequent titles. I think it's 7, 13, and 18. 
and that, that's all gravy. But I, I don't, you know, like I don't live and die the way I used to. Now, having said that, you know, and just being around John Senecal as much as I have, the longer you go without a, a title, the more that sentiment changes if you're a true fan. I mean, the Yankee fans are hungry for something because it's been so long since they've had anything in terms of a World Series title. So I get, I get that. But do I want to hang on and spend a couple thousand dollars a year just waiting for them to be good again so I can get a playoff ticket? without having to pay above face value? Is that worth it? And then I think about who I like on the team. You know, I, I know JBJ, you know, wasn't going to be an outfielder on a championship team, but they're not a championship team anyway, so they'll let him go. And, you know, Xander and Devers, you know, are two guys for Dugo, guys I really like. And so we'll see what happens with the future. But as of episode 89, the Red Sox are done. Not just because they're in last place and below 500, because there's no indication that they're going to win seven and a half games out of 10, win 30 games to finish the season. It's just not going to happen. They don't have the talent. They don't have, they're not healthy enough. And so here we go. Goodbye. Red Sox. So then we focus on the Yankees. And we'll have plenty to talk about the Red Sox, but the Yankees had a really nice series against the Mets. And, it, it, you know, there aren't many dynamics during the regular season where things kind of feel tense and intense, borderline electric. And John Senecal, my co-host, of course, is really the founder of this podcast, uh, he went to Yankee Stadium for the first game of the Mets-Yankees Subway Series, and here are some of his thoughts. Yeah, to say the least, this is the first Subway Series game I've been to probably almost in 20 years. So I was super excited. My kids have never been to one. My wife and I um, have been to them before, but like I said, 20 years. But yeah, it was crazy. You know, the traffic getting into the stadium was nuts, even though people are taking mass uh, transit, public transportation. Um, but it is New York. And walking into the stadium, you could just tell, you know, just a lot of people getting in there. My kids kept saying, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe how many people are here. I've never seen Yankee Stadium like this. Um, we had standing room only tickets, but, um, you know, we figured even though it was sold out, we'd be able to finagle a spot. And my son was like, you know what, let's get away from the home plate area. Let's just go to right field. Um, we'll go in the upper deck, try to get low as possible. And, uh, Hopefully we can find a spot. And we kind of like looked up in the upper deck and you could see, but it was early in the game, obviously. We just got into the stadium, so you don't know when people are going to sit. But uh, we looked up there, we went up, and we were like like the fifth or sixth row in the right field upper deck. And we walked right to this row of seats that had like eight seats open, walked right in, sat in four seats, the four of us, and no one came the whole game to those seats. So it must have been kind of destiny. But just a different atmosphere. You know, we were talking about it during the game. You have Yankees-Red Sox, which is the huge rivalry, and you go to a game at Yankee Stadium against the Red Sox, and it's more of like a volatile atmosphere, more of like a hatred for the other team, right? And then when you're at a Yankees-Mets game, it's the general dislike, but you're all still New Yorkers at the stadium, I guess, quotation marks New Yorkers, and it's more of a, a ribbing, like you're like uh, fighting with your brother or something like that. It's not so much, you know, fighting in the stands and people 
coming to blows and screaming and yelling at each other. So definitely very positive energy in the, in the, at the stadium last night, which was great because, you know, when you have two New York, New York teams playing each other, they just feed off each other. And there was just constant noise in the stadium. And it was great to hear that, especially the way the Yankees have been playing lately. Um, and, to, and to get to Max Scherzer, you know, obviously one of the best pitchers in the league. And, of course, Aaron Judge finally, finally, after 10 days, hits another home run. Um, the place was just going nuts, and it's just good to see, you know, the, the, um, the pitching was good, Herman pitched good, and, you know, you have a couple hiccups, you know, in the game with uh, Oswald Cabrera, but, I mean, it is what it is. He's young, he's a rookie, and you knew Vogelback, you know, you can't make errors in, in, in Major League Baseball, and it was going to come back to bite you, and I looked at my son, and I'm like, and we both looked at each other, and we were like, he's going to hit a home run right now. And it's just how it works. It's baseball how it works. But the Yankees hung on, and it was it was great. It was a very fun time. You know, getting out of the stadium is a little bit crazy. If you ever been to Yankee Stadium, the drive is nuts getting out of there. Um, but honestly, you can't ask for more in a game if you're going to go to a game. It's a close game. It's got good pitching. You got home runs. You got lots of energy, and you got a fan running onto the field trying to say hi to Marte and right, and you getting trucked by security, which was a great tackle. So you can't ask for much more. Hopefully, the Yankees keep it rolling. Hopefully the season turns around. It's feeling like it's going to. Still can't handle the fact that Jordan Montgomery is pitching like Cy Young, almost through a no-hitter, almost through a perfect game, actually. Jeez. Um, but it is what it is. Hopefully Harrison Bader gets back. But, yeah, again, stadium was awesome. Great time to be a Yankees fan in that game, and hopefully they keep this momentum going and, and, and get back on track. It feels like the energy's back, and Benny's doing, starting to hit. The team starting to gel a little bit better. So uh, get Stanton back and we'll be all right. Um, back to you guys. So John will be back with us next week. He's at an undisclosed location with an undisclosed issue. <laughs> Maybe he'll share it. Maybe he won't. But, I, you know, Yank, I don't think the Yankees and the Mets, by the way, are meeting in, in the World Series. I mean, if I were to handicap it now, I, I don't see a way that the Yankees beat the Astros. And I'm not sure the Mets can beat the Dodgers, although some may disagree. I give the Mets a better chance of beating the Dodgers than I do the Yankees beating the Astros. For some reason, and you know, John and producer Matt Saroy might dis disagree with me, I don't, I don't see them being able to beat the Astros. I don't know why I feel that way, but I just do. But we'll see what happens. I mean, right now we're looking at an American League where – uh, I'd be shocked if anyone besides the Astros and the Yankees meet in the ALCS. The only team that I can really look to that could be a problem would be the Blue Jays. I just think that they, they have the talent enough to make make a run. And then in the National League, the Braves are the issue. Uh, I don't think the Padres are going to be there. So, And I don't, think the, I don't believe in the Cardinals either. So in the Mets, what's in their way is really in their division, which is the Atlanta Braves. Uh, and then they would have to deal with the Dodgers, of course, who are going to have, you know, they might win 110 games before it all is said and done. I will talk to you soon, of course. John Tenniko will be in the house. Enjoy your baseball, folks.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.